Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the show. Today's micro show is an important one because it's about doing the work. Lo and behold, popular theme for the show. I got to tell you, I hear a lot of people whinge about not having a good enough space to do their creator thing, whether they're um, an actor and I don't have a stage to perform on or... I'm a woodworker and my shop is not as big as I want, or I am a business person and gosh, I wish I just had my own space instead of working from the coffee shop. And the reality is that these are popular excuses, but they are all still excuses, right? We, of course, it would be awesome if everything was perfect, but today's episode is about finding a good enough space. That's also headspace, physical space, finding a good enough space to start or to do work. And I've got a little assignment at the end of the show I want to share with you. Now, you may know that I'm, I guess, one of the happiest places on the planet for me is clinging to the side of some mountain, right? With one hand on a camera, you know, shooting photos of outdoor adventure. That is where I cut my teeth as a creator a long time ago. So it's very comfortable for me. And yet as a photographer, I still spend time in front of a computer, right? To edit photos, to choose my favorites, to massage them in post-production. And the reality is that chefs, they still have to order food from farmers, right? They have to set aside time to sharpen knives and to do all kinds of other tasks that they don't enjoy. And whatever your creative endeavor is, whatever your practice, your building, for this precious life that you have, it's going to have all kinds of demands on this. And I've often distinguished between doing real powerful creative work and doing this kind of work. I, I do draw a distinction between those. But the reality is most people, when I hear them whinge about not having workspace, it's a blocker to them doing any kind of work at all, whether it's this admin stuff that is so important or the hardcore creative work. So I would like you to ask yourself, when you are not in the absolute, pristine, perfect, best place in the whole world to do your creative work, where could you work and still be effective if you had to? And the purpose of this exercise, it will reveal itself as I go on here. So bear with me. Now, you may or may not be familiar with the legendary uh, actor and playwright Mae West. Now, she began sharing her talents on stages at super obscure churches in New York City. And, you know, fast forward a century later, Matthew Patrick, the popular YouTube guy known as Matt Pat, I had the privilege of uh, doing a little documentary about Matt Pat. He started his YouTube channel by filming in his closet, literally his closet. And now he's got millions or probably by this point, tens of millions of followers. The takeaway is at first do whatever it takes to find a place where you can do any work. This isn't about perfection. This is about finding a place where your creative practice can begin to sprout. Now, you may be far along in your career. Maybe you've been a professional for 20 years and listen to this show right now. You're like, I've got a photo studio. This isn't relevant to me. But the reality is, is it is relevant because there are often times where you will say to yourself, this isn't an ideal fill in the blank to do the work fill in the blank. And for you who may are either be, again, advanced in your craft and have all of the your systems worked out or are new in your craft and be just evolving, I want you to look at today's micro show as an exercise in doing what you can with what you have now. 
Now, we all ought to acknowledge that a large, well-lit workspace that you own, probably with an ocean view, maybe in Malibu or Alaska or Nova Scotia or heck, why don't we just go to Greece while we're at it? That would be preferred, right? A great studio with an ocean view. But the reality is that super productive artists all over the world hunker down to do work in the weirdest places, right? In cafes, in restaurants, in nooks and crannies, in co-working spaces, in parks, and college dorm rooms, and waiting rooms, not to mention buses, trains, subways, planes. It happens all over the place. So who are we to require this perfect space when a good enough space, again, headspace, heart space, and physical space is all we ought to need to do something, something that's good enough. So today's episode, I want to challenge you not to get so finicky about where you can get some work done such that you do something instead of nothing, or that you replace a time where you would otherwise not be applying yourself toward their passion, toward the thing that you are expanding your will upon. How can you get some of that work done instead of not doing it? Now, there's all kinds of vectors for this to express itself, right? Mobile devices are really sophisticated now, sophisticated enough to perform dang near any task. I mean, you can reliably edit high-quality photos on your phone. But would you be able to make progress in your area of passion, in your area of creativity, in the thing that you are put on this planet to do, perhaps during your commute? If you bought yourself a digital tablet to edit photos, if you bought yourself some noise-canceling headphones to make it possible to concentrate and to write, say, on the subway while you're commuting to your J-O-B, or if you can't afford some noise-canceling headphones, what about a, a pair of $2 earplugs? The point I'm making here is I would like you this week to take a risk to do something different, to get out of your comfort zone and to try this, right? A huge part of one's early endeavors, whether you're picking up a new creative craft or starting a business or transitioning out of a full-time job into a freelance career, a huge part of our early experience is about flexibility, right? You are willing to, it sounds actually exciting to edit photos on the train while you historically would have been you know, preparing for a presentation for your boss, right? I want you to, wherever you are in your creative journey, to embrace that feeling of joy, of newness in trying to practice your craft in a place that you wouldn't otherwise. And right now you're saying, well, geez, this is like weird and this is counterintuitive, but this is the reason, the exact rationale that I want you to engage in this, right? This is, this is the why. It's because being able to be flexible, being able to modify existing patterns make purchases that can help you, you know, and I don't care if this is carrying a sketch pad or, you know, in, investing in a mobile audio rig or a digital tablet, the example I already gave, or maybe renting a spot for a day at a work sharing space. I'd like you to try for this week, do yourself the solid of practicing your craft in a place you wouldn't otherwise practice it such that it feels new, maybe even a little bit painful, because I believe that it will reveal how either rigid you have been or flexible you could be going forward by thinking differently, by making a small investment in a tool that can amplify your ability to work wherever, for example. Because what I really want at the end of this exercise is an understanding of what it takes to get work done, what the limitations that you have that you're telling yourself right now, or 
the freedom you might feel in practicing your craft in a new space, a good enough space rather than perfect. So again, my ask for today, the CTA, show me a photo, send me a picture of you working in a new spot, tag me on social, send it into the text community there. If you're not a member of that community, 206-309-5177. That's me on the other end of those. If you're new to that platform, you send me a text. There's one automated response where you have to confirm it. And then it's me from there on. I would love to see you pushing the boundaries of your craft. Where can you work in a good enough space this week that's different than the place you've worked before? With the rationale being that it will either get you out of a zone of comfort, help you realize that you've been too rigid, and be eye-opening as to what's possible when you shake things up just a little bit. And so signing off here from Seattle, I'm standing at my desk, I'm looking at the beautiful sunshine outside. I'm going to go take my own advice and take a few pictures in a place at a time that I normally don't do it. Until next time, I bid you adieu. All right, that's all for today's show. But hey, before you go, I want to say thank you for listening and also for engaging with the platform. Wherever you consume the show, whether it's on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere, thank you so much. Reviews help a ton if you're willing to. And I want you to let you know that in an effort to continue the topics we explore here on the show, or if you have questions, you can always direct your comments to me on all my social feeds. I'm at Chase Jarvis everywhere, but also... I will see your message quicker if you shoot me a text. That's right, I can text directly with you. The best way is to hit me up at 206-309-5177. I get a lot of texts, so I can't always get back to you right in the moment, but trust me, those are my thumbs on the other end of the keyboard. So I wanna say thanks so much, and I look forward to engaging with you soon.